Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. Now there was good news for Meath GA on Friday with the announcement of grants via the Large Scale Sports Infrastructure Fund. Dunboyne will receive over two million. And while that's great news for the 2018 Senior Champions, of even greater significance from a Meath perspective was the announcement of six point two million for the redevelopment of Park Talton. So how close are we to work beginning on a new Park Talton? Here to discuss is Meath's Chief Operations Officer Seamus Kenny. Seamus, Seamus, you're very welcome and happy New Year to you. Thanks, David. Happy I'd New say Year. So you're going to be a busy man this year again, no more than any other year. Yeah, yeah, but look at it's good, busy and uh, really looking forward to it. Mm. Um, the 6.2 for the redevelopment is obviously great news, but I think you were co- you were quoted in an interview before Christmas in the Mead Chronicle, and I think I'm right in saying that you were applying for 8.3 with the 70% of the first phase. So does that mean that you're 2.1 million short then of what you got? It, it does, yeah. Look, I suppose we would have... Uh, we applied for... We applied for the the seventy percent, as you said, it was the eight point three. Um, we received six point two, which is, again is a substantial amount of money, uh, and it will go a, a long way, a very long way towards the the completion of phase one. So yeah, look, there is, I suppose, there is a deficit there to make up, but what it does now, it gives us a lot of clarity as to how much we need, and it allows us now to go back to Crow Park with a specific figure now that we have from from Crow Park or from the government. So that's that's the next stage of the process is to revisit uh, those meetings with Crow Park. Have you been on Stone Boy yet? They have two million lying around that they might be able to lend you at a, at a, at a competitive interest rate. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. To be fair, look, uh, I think it's fantastic as well that Dunboy have that. Uh, uh, it's going to be it's going to be a huge addition to them and uh, an area of, of growing population. So again, look, these things are all great for the GA and Meath. Mm. So just to what you said there, so you, you have your six point two now. We'll we'll get to the the house the, the house draw in a moment as well, which is obviously part of the fundraising. So you've got your six point two. If the seventy percent. Uh, if 8.3 million is 70% of the first phase then the first phase is about 11.8 odd, odd million or something yep. like that right so so to to get to that number what what do you what do you now go back to the GA with do you, do you need them to give you like you know do you have to go back to them and say right look we need a little bit more than we thought initially or how does that work well i, I suppose um up, up to the announcement of the funding there was there was a lack of clarity from from all from all to be honest so we were, I suppose a lot of the stuff was, uh, I wouldn't say we were assuming what we would get, but it was aspirational in one sense. Um, but at least now we can go back to Crow Park. So we would, we'd like to think we might get between 15, 20, 20% off the, off the overall for phase one. Uh, Leinster Council have a commitment and then obviously the 6.2. So there is a deficit there probably of about maybe 15 to 20% that we will have to make up ourselves. But we have, we have a commercial team in place there and we have a number of different projects there that, were, that are ready to go now. 
what sort of projects are you talking about there? Uh, well, I suppose look, there, there, there's a there's a number of different ones, and w- without speaking speaking out of turn, obviously the the name and rights will be, will be one that'll be key to it. But also, uh, I suppose there will be will be will be angling at uh, I suppose the selling possibly of of seats and and. Uh, tickets and also just I suppose the, the build a brick and uh, stuff like that so look we, we have a number of those in line uh, up to this point as I said we didn't really know what we were getting but at least now we have that figure and there's a target there to reach So when you look at the, the money you got from, from the government during the week we all know in our day to day lives like we might have money earmarked for one thing and it might go into something else but is that 6.2 million contingent you getting that was that uh, presumably it all has to be it all has to be used in the in the development of the stadium it can't go into anything else yeah, absolutely. So, so one of the, I suppose, one of the, uh, one of the aspects of the of the the large scale sports infrastructure fund that that uh, we received the money from was that until we knew exactly how much we we were getting, there was we, we could do no uh, no further works on the on the project. So, uh, no, that's completely ring fenced for the part Halton and for phase one. So you've got six point two from from the uh, the government. The house straw then was the other big kind of thing, and I think again, depending on what article you read and, and when it was published, it was there were different numbers being bandied around. I saw um, that the original projected or hoped profit from the draw was one point five million. You were aiming to make one point five million out of the draw over the three draws. Mm. I that that's correct, is it? And I, I'm assuming that you didn't you didn't get to that, but you know you might talk to us a little bit about the draws and the success or otherwise of those. Yeah, they looked at the target initially when we launched was try and raise a million between a million and a million and a half, and that would have been with all our tickets sold. Um, our first draw was was relatively successful. I think um, looking back at it now, uh, probably the three draws was a bit of a stretch. We did we did make uh, we did make money out of it. And that money will all go towards Par Talton. Uh, was it as successful as as we would have liked? No, but I think I think now that we have we have uh, we have a figure there, and I think people will now actually see that yeah, this project is going to happen because maybe 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 naysayers would have said, well, I don't think this is going to get off the ground. This is definitely going to happen now, and I'd like to think that people in the county will start to get behind it and really really support it. And can you can you say at this point how much the house draw made or how much of profit you made on that? Uh, we're we're, we're finalising figures, so we will have that uh, hopefully for the end of next week. You would you have a ballpark figure even? Uh, no, not not just at this moment of time. Okay, um, so. I suppose what people might forget about this sometimes is this is sort of phase one let's say it's going to cost around 11 million that's just phase one I think yeah. the overall cost of the project was going to be around 45 again depending on what you read mm. so I suppose that the thing I'd be thinking about is it's it's obviously very difficult to raise money at the best times and to raise this kind of money is, is extremely difficult so if we're kind of at a position now where we're, you're saying you're going to need another 20% or so to make it to, to the completion point for mm. phase one in, in terms of like phase two and three or whatever many phases there are four presumably yeah. That, what's what's going to happen then? I know you're probably focused on the short term in, 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 at the moment, but I guess maybe people would have a fear that we might end up in a situation where one side of the, the ground is developed and then the other three are left as they are, or whatever. Like, is that something that you'd be concerned about going down the line in terms of raising money there? Uh, yeah, look, I, I suppose the, the, the way the, the way the planning was uh, was given was on the back of a master plan that we had to submit to the council. So, me County Council wanted to see uh, the development in its totality. Um, from the outset, we were always looking at just the upgrade of, of the facilities in Par Talton. Um, look, I think I think the drawings as we see them and the plans as we see them are, um, it's it's probably not going to happen for a while. But like it, they are there, and uh, the focus in the immediate future is is just the, is the the stand itself, the four thousand seater. And when you say the stand, is that the getting the existing existing stand? I should say out of there, or is it, are you still starting on the terrace site? What's the plan there? Yeah, um, so look, when we started this, obviously the 
to the stand the stand as is at the moment was was uh, was going to be the one that was going to the work was going to be done but the further we got into the project um, it became it became apparent that we would have to close the facility and close the grounds for the guts of maybe 18 to 24 months after after construction plus knocking a stand would leave us without a number of facilities restrooms and, and a covered stand and all the rest so that fed into a decision which was made by the clubs back in October um, so there had to be a very strong rationale put behind it and to be fair the club accepted the reasoning for doing it so that's that's the reason that we are starting on the terrace Okay so you leave the existing stand there for the time being then um, So in terms of you were talking about the, the shortfall we have there and you mentioned the fundraising thing I know people from the clubs listening in would be concerned about levies and I know I've spoke to a couple of clubs and we know that that hasn't happened yet and, and one, one delegate I spoke to said well you know we're paying for we're paying a levy for Dungani and the understanding was we wouldn't have to, to mm-hmm. do it for Park Talton I don't know. Is, does that situation change now, given the, the, the situation we find ourselves in? Will the clothes be levied at all for this for this project? No, no. Look, to, to be fair, that that was the one thing. I think if you're speaking to John Cavanagh, uh, our new chairman, he 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 would also echo the sentiments that the clubs will most certainly not be levied. Um, I think to be fair, they got behind the project in the centre of excellence there in Dungani. Um, we're all part of clubs ourselves. You know how difficult it is to, to raise money just to keep our own clubs going. So we wouldn't we wouldn't want to put that extra burden on anyone. Um, and even after even after house draw, like. We, we would have felt that to incentivise it was to give a percentage of commission back to the clubs and to be fair some of the clubs did really well out of it and from the house draw the clubs are getting uh, just over 200,000 back so look from that perspective I think I think it was it was relatively successful but no uh, to answer your question I, I can personally because I know I wouldn't see any levies going on the clubs So just then in a kind of broader sense we saw, like again, going back through the, through the articles, different dates being mentioned. But originally, I think I was it was I was reading that the development was going to start last year after the Offaly game or sometime after the Offaly game in Park Talton. That obviously hasn't happened yet. But given you know we ha- you have the grant money, you have the whatever bit of profit you have from the house draw, you're going to have to go to the GA to look for a little bit more for the completion of Phase One. Will Phase One start anytime soon, or will you need to get assurances from Croke Park about what sort of money you're going to get? I suppose, in, in other words, will you want to have the whole amount of money for Phase 1 there ready to go before you start it, or could you start the project and then hope that in six or eight months' time, the, the rest of the money you need comes in? How will that work? Yeah, again, look, I, I suppose, the, obviously, the, the, this funding was announced on Friday, so as as the committee, the infrastructure committee, and as a management committee, we haven't met yet, so... Um, all along our timelines have been pushed out because there was an expectation that the grant would have been announced in September and then it was pushed out to October, November, December. So now that we, we finally have it, um, it's obviously very welcome, but it has pus- pushed out our timelines by about four to five months. Uh, all things going well, I'd like to say, yeah, look, we, we'd like to start in the in the summer of this year. But again, I think until until we all sit down as a committee and have all the details there, but yes, no, we will have to go back to Crow Park. Uh, Crow Park will obviously oversee it um, given that they're the governing body and they will be providing finance towards it. So, yeah, those conversations are yet to happen. And how long do you think, again, it might might be difficult to answer, but how long do you think it will take from once you kind of sit down in the next couple of weeks, go back to Croke Park, how long would it, would it typically take for them to come back to you guys with, listen, this is what we can give you, and then, because presumably that's going to that's gonna hold things up the longer that process is going on. So how long do you think that might take? I, I, th- I think it's going to happen very quickly, to be honest. So um, when we were having all these meetings, uh, over the last number of months and possibly actually it's it's nearly two years at this stage Crow Park 
were obviously they were waiting on the government decision as well because they have a number of other projects there. So I'm sure they didn't want to overstretch themselves either. So at least now that gives them the clarity as to the projects. One of the major pluses for us is that Crow Park ranked us number one in the in the large scale funding. So um, I think I'd like to I'd like to think that we'd be able to use that as some sort of leverage when we are in discussions with them again. And you know your your uh, your club man was in here, Colin Keys, before Christmas or around or earlier last year, actually in 2019. Around the time of the Cork debacle with their ground going, going way over budget. Um, obviously, Park Talton's a smaller project than that, but it's still a substantial amount of money. Have you found that Croke Park have been very heavily involved in this? Because presumably they don't want another situation where they're looking at a massive overspend on a stadium. Yeah, I, I think... Um I think Parky Cueve was, was was an eye opener for everyone, and uh, with that, it's brought, I suppose, uh, added added Crow Park influence, which I think, look, we all welcome that. Uh, I think we all are accountable. There's a lot of money there that we're talking about, and uh, every single penny has to go where it's supposed to go, and there can't be an overspend because uh, no one wants to no one wants to see a Parky Cueve part two. So, look, I welcome I welcome all that. So just then, finally, in terms of a timeline, you're you're not at this point in time. We don't know when development will start in Park Talton. You're hoping it'll be this year, but it, it might. Do you think? Do you think it will be late this year, even, or is it still a bit too early to say? Uh, well, look, all things. If, if all things had been in place, um, we would have loved to start in April of this year. So a timeline's pushed out by a couple of months, mm. I suppose. I, again, I'm. Without having firm firm details for you, I would like to think it could possibly be the summer or towards the end of the summer. Okay, just very finally, then from from your own point of view, um, you know, you're a chief operating officer at a time when me they're undertaking like by a distance the most significant project that they've ever ta- undertaken, and probably you know the most significant project that you know any county could take on in their in anyone's lifetime. Yeah. Um, is it enjoyable? Is it a lot of pressure? Because like you've the likes of me, you've the likes of the, I'm sure you're getting way way tougher questions from the delegates on the floor. Is it a, is it an enjoyable job or is it is it a stressful one? Uh, I know. Look, I, I think I think you're working you're working for you're working for an organisation that you, you've grown up and loved and have been heavily involved in the GA all my life. So. Uh, Every day is different, uh, which in, in itself is great, but does bring its own uh, its own little problems. But I think the people that you meet, there's there's, there's just such a grow for the GA out there, and there's always people that are willing to willing to row in behind you. And um, whilst there can be tough days, I think everyone sees the merits and what you're trying to achieve. So yeah, no, it, it is enjoyable. It can be it can be time consuming and all the rest, but. Uh, I'm sure there's worse jobs out there. You'd rather still be playing, though. I'd say if you had if you had your choice. Uh, look, I think we always want to, well, always want to be playing, but uh, no. Look, I, I do love it. Like you're, you're involved in in all aspects of it, so. Um yeah, uh, it's really enjoyable. And finally, just to, to look onto the playing side of things, Division One this year for for me, uh, I would try to think back. You would have played Division One. You would have been playing Division One for the last time. Me there, I would say, were you? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was uh, we were we were relegated, and uh, the, the leagues kind of changed a bit yeah, right. uh, in that about three or four year period. There was there was a I think we won a Division Two A or Two B mm-hmm. under Colum Coyle, and then the, the restructured it, and we found ourselves still That's in right. Division Two. But uh, no, I think everyone's really looking forward to it. I think. In terms of progression and development, it's it's exactly what what this current crop of players need. Um, I I think that they've they've shown um, they've shown some of their potential. I think this will give them a belief. Um, and there is definitely, I would feel uh, a lot of a lot of really good talent coming through, and we will see that in the next couple of years. So, I think look playing against playing against the top teams is that that's where that's where everyone wants to be and i think um i think we'll, we will see the the team uh, go to another level and that i suppose to just to, to go back briefly before we wrap up to the to the development of the stadium 
that all kind of feeds into the you know if the team is doing well it feeds into that kind of positivity mm. and everyone kind of wants to get behind it and that presumably can only be a benefit to the to the ground redevelopment as well yeah absolutely um, I think look it, there's a feel good factor surrounded by all this so like we, we've got good news there on Friday with Division 1 coming everyone's really looking forward to it uh, uh, so yeah it, do, it does feed into the psyche and I think it just it just takes something like that for for people to to appreciate what it is we're trying to achieve, and I, I believe I really believe that GA people in the county will get behind us. Okay, well, listen, Seamus Kenny, Chief Operating Officer with me, GA. Thanks so much for popping in. I know you're going to have a busy year. I'm sure we'll talk to you over the course of 2020. Yeah, great. Thanks very much for all your help throughout the year. LMFM Sunday Sport, your sport, your station. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.